welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. You don't have to worry. This episode, you will not hear one cuss word. I have a message that I'm trying to get across. I think that it's a very important message. This is not a religious podcast. I deal with news, sports, entertainment, things that are going on in my life and things that are going on in the world. But over the last month, my heart has told me to deal with some subjects that do involve the church. Uh, so I have to speak on it. I watch a lot of YouTube. A lot of what I see out there is quite troubling. And so I want to give a little insight from an outside perspective, not an insider, but an outsider's perspective, why I think that you should get up and walk out. I am not saying the church. But I'm saying one of the churches, if you are in a church that is doing anything that I am getting ready to talk about, you need to protect yourself and run as fast as you humanly possibly can out of this church. Get up and walk out. Now, if you're a member of the Latter-day Saints, you should automatically, especially if you're a black person, you should not even be involved with them. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, they have doctrines, they have codes, they have things that they have said about black people over the last century that's an abomination, and you should not be associated with them at all. Uh, polygamy automatically disqualifies it from being a church. Some guy who finds a book in 1800 and something automatically disqualifies it. If you are a Jehovah's Witness, would they teach you that if it's not in the watchtower, it's not biblical or something that you should be concerned with? I am saying to get up and get out of there also. Excommunication should not, free will should not be a crime. And any church that has a free will system where you are now excommunicated because you don't believe or go by their bylaws, automatically means get up and get out. So when you get up and get out, I'm not saying make a scene, draw attention to yourself, act like you're going to the bathroom, hit the door. I don't care if it's your woman's church, your sister's church, your mama's church, you're there visiting with a friend. You need to be brave. The first thing that you have to do is you have to protect your soul. See, because you have to think about this. When you get up and walk out, the fact is that you can be doing a preacher favor by sometimes getting up and walking out of his preaching. The first thing you think about also is does God exist to you? If God exists to you, then there comes rules and regulations in his teachings that won't allow you to listen to special things. Uh, there are certain, I mean, certain things. And we know for a fact, and I'm, I hate generalizing. Generalizing is not a good thing to do, so I apologize beforehand. Most people do not read the Bible for themselves. Everything they get is through hearsay, it's from the pulpit, it's from fellow members, it's passed down as, uh, it's passed down through the generations. Mama told you because her mama told her, and they could have the passage wrong. They could have a wrong meaning to the word. 
Now, before I even get deep into this, if your pastor or the deacons are proudly displaying Masonic temple seals on their car or rings on their fingers, get up and walk out of that church. Because anybody who proclaims to see the light or have the light and cannot share it freely with others, I mean, they're actually holding back the light they believe that they have from other people when the whole purpose of the church is to edify and to point people in a direction of the light. Something's wrong with that. There should be no secret societies within the church at all. None. Your pastor shouldn't be talking about his frat at all. He should not be talking about being a member of any secret society from that pulpit at all. He shouldn't be a member at all. So let's start with the little God theory. If you go to a church where your preacher is telling you that every member of the church is a little God, get up and get out. No, you're not a little God at all. You're not a God in any sense, form, or imagination. Can you make wind? Can you make water? Can you make a day? Can you make a minute? Can you do anything God-like? In any manner, shape, or form, are you perfect? So you're not a little God. There are no little gods. You are more of a, you're a planet. I would agree that each human being is a planet because on us are millions and billions of cells and atoms and mites and hairs and things like that that actually live because we live. So in a way, we are like a planet, but that does not make us a god. If you go to a church where you can name it and claim it, get up and get out. There is nothing biblical that says that you can just name it and claim it. That is motivational speaking. That is not biblical. Uh, Any church service or any church that charges you a mission for any program, I don't care if it's a concert, I don't care if it's a guest preacher, get up and get out of that church. The word of God is free. It is free to all. And if those singers are really there performing a concert in the name of God and for God himself, those concerts should be free. A lot of people sincerely chase after God with all their heart and all their soul. And they're being used by these name and claim it preachers. And I feel horrible for them. God does not compromise. So if your pastor is preaching certain things that go against biblical teaching, get up and get out. Remember the same today, tomorrow, and forever. There is no changing in God. He doesn't change his demeanor. It's not like a new suit he puts on. It's not like it's a a new thought pattern. Okay, we entered 2023. We're in a new millennium or whatever. Now I'm a different God. This is the way I feel about homosexuality. This is the way I feel about women preachers. No, if it was written then, it's written now, and it'll be written forever. If you're in a church where the pastors, the deacons, or whoever seem to possess special powers, meaning superhuman strength, or they can wave their hand, and people fall out in mass. Get 
out. Any form of heresy preached from the pulpit means run out the door. If the gospel was being destroyed by the speaker, get out of the door. If your pastor preaches, we are the only people on the planet who have the proper message, that is a sign that you need to get up and walk out the door. This is freely passed out. There is no special person who has the only message. Catholics, with a pope, get away from that. Get away from that completely. I mean, I guess, you know, I was born and raised Catholic, but... You know, as over the years, I've found out that that's one of the worst religions and one of the worst churches to actually go to. Now, if you think about it, the Ten Commandments, even the most lay person I've heard of the Ten Commandments, the Second Commandment clearly states against all those statues and crosses and all that nonsense that's there. And they don't even respect that. The Second Commandment. If you go to a church that has a lot of mass hysteria, what I mean by mass hysteria, Sister Jones in pew four catches the Holy Ghost and it goes through the aisle, through the next pew, through the next pew, through the next pew, and they're all doing the same thing. That's mass hysteria. See, churches sometimes use moonlighting mixed in with emotional music. That's called the power of suggestion. If you feel that you're in a church that's using power of suggestion to get a response, get out of that church. Let's not forget, we're going to go right back to the beginning. Do everything that you can do to protect your soul. It takes being brave. There were no punks in the Bible, okay? There were no punks in the Bible. Even the people who went against God, took that took courage to do that. So don't be a coward in the pew. Okay? If you have an overly flamboyant quiet director, you need to get out of that church. What pastor would allow that? What pastor would allow an effeminate choir director to lead his choir and sing songs of praise unto the Lord? If your pastor is speaking in tongue for long periods of time, and then commanding that you do also, that is fake. He does not have the power to bless you with the ability to speak in tongues. He cannot do that. He is not the Holy Spirit. And first of all, if he's speaking in tongues and nobody's interpreting the tongues, what is the purpose of long-term speaking in tongues? Now, a perfect example of this is go online, go to YouTube, and look at Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland speaks in tongues as though he's having conversations with other pastors on stage. I mean, they're laughing, they're joking while speaking in tongues and never interpreting a word of what they just said to their audience. That is uh, theatrics. Um, okay. If you have a church that preaches you can buy God's favor. If you just give $4,000, all your cares, your worries, your home, your health will be taken care of, get out of that church. God is not for sale. God is not for sale. There is no designated healing time in the church, okay? If there is a healing to be done, it is 
a miracle from God and it will happen. But there's no way that you just have the piano player play, the preacher preach, and then he goes, everybody who's feeling such and such, come down the aisle and I'll lay hands and heal you. It does not work that way. If your pastor never offends anybody, he never preaches an offensive sermon that cuts people because his job is to get people to repent, not to feel good, not to sing, dance, clap, and have the time of their life. This is not a club. This is not a motivational speaker. You want to see a motivational speaker? Go see one of those guys that's all over YouTube. I'm sure the information is on YouTube, Instagram, X, or whatever you want to call it, Facebook. You can find those, but that's not church. If you're pastor is into theatrics like i said walking on money uh four people get on my back and i can hold them up that's theatrics get out of there any form of idolatry in your church says you need to leave your church if your pastor dresses inappropriate now i'm i know it's come as you are and you know what some people can't afford to put on two, three, four, five hundred dollar suits. And there's nowhere that I think that it says that you have to. But this inappropriate uh, dress and this appropriate dress, this very worldly dress, and then there's conservative dress. Let your teacher be a more conservatively dressed teacher. He doesn't need to have six gold chains, two diamond earrings, a Rolex watch, just showing you that look at me and look at you. If they're mixing world music with church music, get out of the church. It's supposed to be a difference. It's supposed to be a holy experience that is outside the world, better than the world, an example to the world. If he's preaching and there's no verse and chapter mentioned, and he's just shooting off the top of the head like I am doing right now with nothing to back it up, get out of that church. If your church never, ever mentions judgment, only hope, positively, positivity, and blessings, you need to get out of that church. Anything that you can concretely say is hypocrisy or any kind of hypocrisy in the lifestyle of your pastor, if you know that he's blatantly or she's blatantly lying to you, and you can prove it without a shadow of a doubt, get out of that church. Are they giving you motivational advice, or are they giving you holy spiritual advice? You need to figure out the difference between the two. That's why chapter and verse is so important. If they have celebrity guest preachers who are regular lay people, I know people like to be around celebrities, but at the end of the day, I'm going to let you know, I have met over, I would say, 300 to 350 so-called people who are considered celebrities. They are just people if you get a chance to talk to them. Okay, they might have more popularity. They might have more money. They might have a fan base. But at the end of the day, you cut them, they bleed. They use the bathroom just like you. They have to brush their teeth or their breath will stink. They are just like you, just more popular. Question all your teaching. If you cannot question the teaching that is coming from the bishop, 
the deacons or the pastor, you need to leave that church. You should never hear a preacher, a bishop, or a pastor tell you, I told you so, and that's good enough. It is not good enough because you're protecting your soul. He's not protecting your soul. Your responsibility is to protect your own soul. Test everything and test it with Bible. Test it with the Bible. Don't take just the word of man's voice. I mean, you can respect him if you feel like he deserves respect. You can listen to him if his teachings have been a blessing upon your life. But that still does not mean that you don't test him. I believe that verse and chapter is so important in every service because now you get to figure out, is that person talking for themselves or is that person talking for God? The whole purpose of church is not just a social place. It's a place to learn. It's an institution of higher learning of biblical studies. And it's very important. So be careful and don't be afraid that you have to get up and walk out. I will never tell you to get up and walk away. Do not get up and walk away from the institution of the church, but get up and walk away from a church that is not uh, doing what it's supposed to be doing as far as spreading the message. And you know what? I'm not, I didn't tell you anything about any hurt feelings. I didn't tell you anything about you don't like this person, you don't like that person, you don't feel like you get enough attention, because I think that's nonsense. I think that you could sit in the back of the church for 45 years, and if that church is feeding you, I didn't say placating you. I didn't say anything about building you up, because sometimes you have to be torn down completely. You have to be stripped, and that's what the word, a sword does not, uh, a sword does not uh, pamper you. It cuts you, and it cuts you deeply. And you know what? Steel sharpens steel. You do not sharpen a, a steel with a feather. There is no such thing as sharpening a steel sword with a feather. It cuts through that. So be the feather in the beginning until you can become the steel, where you can be able to hear a verse and know what it means on your own without having to have somebody break that down for you. This way, when nonsense comes at you, you have the ability to fight back. And I'm not saying be argumentative. Don't be nasty. Like I said, you can clandestinely leave a church anytime that you choose to. You can you don't even have to spread rumors or say, hey, sister, whatever, this is why I'm out of there. No, you're not trying to drag other people because they might feel that nothing's wrong. But then if you want to explain, be able to explain and use the most powerful tool you have in the entire world to explain yourself. And it's called the Bible. Because let me just break this down for you real quick. The greatest man in history, he had no servants, yet he was called master. He had no degree, yet he was called teacher. He had no medicines, yet he was called healer. He had no washing line, yet he hung on a cross. He had no military, yet kings feared him. He had no military battles, yet he conquered the world. He committed no sin, yet he was crucified. 
and they buried him in a tomb. Yet he lives today. He is the only person to say goodbye to death in a grave, but he lives forever. His name is King Jesus. Every tongue eventually will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So be very careful. If it's not about Jesus Christ, if it's not about God, what is it really about? What are you at church for? Okay, so we're going to move on to the regular show now. We lost Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt this week. Terry Funk was 79 years old. Bray Wyatt was a baby. He was 36 years old. Terry Funk, legendary. I have him in my top 10 of all-time wrestlers. He was a very entertaining man. Uh, I always found him to be... uh, I mean, his different versions, young, crazy cowboy Terry, uh, middle-aged and crazy, uh, doing moonsaults at 50-something years old. And Bray Wyatt, you know, Bray Wyatt had the pulse of this generation in his hand. They really seemed to like him. They loved him. I thought something was wrong when he had the big push coming back and then all of a sudden he disappeared. You know, I feel bad for... uh, Wyndham Rotunda and his family and his friends and the millions of fans that he has. We also lost Bob Barker. Everybody knows Bob Barker. He was the long time The Price is Right host. He died at the age of 99 years old. Now that is a long time to be on the planet. Uh, Bob Barker seemed to be a nice enough man. I mean, who hasn't watched The Price is Right? I've enjoyed it sometimes myself over the years now we had this lunatic ryan palmita 21 year old guy from oak leaf oak leaf florida he decides that he wants to murder black people saturday so he goes to a dollar general in jacksonville florida and he shoots and kills three of the people who are in there and they happen to be black Ryan Palmita is a coward. People like him are cowards. These people were going to Dollar General to probably buy the most mundane stuff that you could possibly think of. They wasn't thinking about probably being harmed or hurt. Uh, He caught them off surprise. I am tired of the racist cowards who want to shoot fish in a barrel. Nobody ever wants to go to war. It, they, they, nobody's ever looking for a fair fight. Nobody's looking for other armed individuals. They're using high-powered rifles to pick off poor, innocent people who have nothing and have never done them anything. Their only crime is their skin. The only crime these three people have was their sin. Thank God this guy was not allowed to get on Jackson State campus the damage that he would have caused. And if I don't even know how we would react if a white boy did a mass shooting at a HBCU. And I'm glad we don't have to find out today the repercussions for that. So Donald Trump is now inmate P0113580910. As of 824, he turned himself in for arrest at Atlanta Fulton County Jail. Now, uh, this is going to take a long time to figure out. It's going to be a long trial. It's 19 of them. This is one of four trials. 
uh, Donald Trump is still going to be out there causing a ruckus, making noise. He acts like he's definitely a, uh, not a psychopath, but uh, that he has no feelings whatsoever when it comes to consequences. I don't know how he was raised. I don't know how he was taught, but this is insanity at a high level. But what really bothers me about this is these blacks for Trump who find a way to every kerfuffle that Trump has. These young or middle-aged black men who look very unkempt, and this is coming from black men, so don't call me racist. They look very unkempt. A lot of them look like they're from drug rehab or shelters. It looks like Trump pays them to go here, there, and everywhere. And that's just my personal opinion. I have nothing to back that up. So I can't back that up. I'm just stating what I feel. Now we have a new group called Niggas for Trump. I mean, first of all, it's an abomination to use that as a term to describe yourself. But if you think that you're the lowest of the low, that you garbage, and you can't call me that, and you calling yourself that, I guess I cannot stop you. This is America. It's a free country. But I don't buy into the blacks for Trump, and I definitely don't buy into the N-words for Trump. I, it's always the same guys, always the same stinky white T-shirts. Like I said, they don't look up cap. You wouldn't want them living next door to you. And stop lying. You wouldn't. You would not want their kids dating your precious white daughter so cut it out you know what people came at me on uh, x over that oh sure i would and i'm like you know what no you wouldn't and i don't go back and forth too long with people on uh, social media i think it's a waste of time i have a podcast you want to call in and talk to me you can call in and talk to me it's easy to talk and get across a thought uh, 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 an idea or a thought out of your mouth than it is to sit there on on a little screen typing all day. But it's ridiculous. These people are ridiculous. And you know what? When white people are for Trump, they don't have to wear a big, bright shirt that says white people for Trump. If you got Asians who like Trump, they don't do it. Hispanics don't do it. So why do black people, this one group, as though they represent all black people? America, here's a thing for you. And you need to do this. I'm not asking. I'm telling you. When you hear one of us, we don't represent all of us, okay? When you deal with one of us or you deal with a small group of us, we did not vote them the leader. We did not vote them the Don. We did not vote them the Grand Poobah. No more than if we deal with one of yours and he represents or she represents all of y'all. You understand? We understand this Karen. It didn't the other white women. We understand that. So could y'all understand that blacks for Trump don't represent black people in America? So Las Vegas had another problem this weekend. I would have been in Las Vegas this very weekend. Oh, by the way, happy birthday to my wife. I would have been in Vegas this weekend. So now they have Legionnaire's disease cases at Caesar's Palace and the Orleans. And I'm glad that I I avoided that. Uh, I'm glad to be home, actually. Uh, this is a good place for me to be because we've been dealing with heat waves everywhere. This weather's been atrocious. 
almost approaching like a hundred degrees on a daily basis, 90 something plus every day. It's, it's really hot. So I watched a couple of TV shows, not a lot of TV this week. I watched Hills, which is a program about wrestling, this uh, independent wrestling league. And basically the stars are these two brothers, Ace and Jack of Spades. So the two brothers are going through like a, a riff right now, but they've come together. Uh, I like where the story's going with them. I tried to watch episode two of Telemarketers. Telemarketers, I feel like it's one of those shows that's hoodwinking us, where I feel like I'm almost watching one of those, um, a fake documentary of trying to be a documentary. So I bailed on that. Now, I love the show The Shy. The Shy is a very good show. And I think season six, which is the final season, is really, really good. But we have to be honest here. I'm a black man in America. A young black male in America who has a trans woman for his girlfriend. I can't see him being elected dog catcher in any state in the union. I just don't see a city or town that would have a young black male who has a clearly trans woman as his girlfriend being elected to political office. I mean, I understand that this show is written by a lesbian, so she's going to be pro LBGTQ uh, agenda. But this is not normal. This is not regular. I mean, there's no blowback from his friends. There's no blowback from his family. Everybody's acting as though he's dating a regular born woman. And that's just not real in the black community. It is not real in the black community. How could he get the church's vote with a trans woman as his woman? That I mean, they could have wrote that at least that every once in a while somebody gives him blowback. This is a dude who's been to prison. I mean, nobody even calls him the F word. Nobody ever calls him tranny lover. Nobody gives him any grief, not even his the younger brother. He just takes it as this is totally normal. And I I wish they would have wrote that a little bit more hardcore. First of all, this is a Chicago with very little crime. This is Chicago that's like kumbaya. Everybody gets along. There's not a lot of killings, a lot of, not a lot of murders. There's not a lot of robberies. We read the news. You could portray Chicago as what it is. It's all right. So Chioni... Uh, Tony to his UCL. This dude is a two-way star in the Major League Baseball. He plays for the Anaheim Angels. He's a pitcher and he's a hitter. And he was on his way to probably being an American League MVP. I feel horrible for him. I don't know what this means for his future. I think that he probably won't resign with the Angels. And he was on his way to sign a maybe a three, four, maybe even five hundred million dollar contract. Now there's some controversy between him and the Angels that they didn't give him an MRI. He claiming uh, they didn't give him an MRI, and they're claiming that we did give him an MRI. So we'll see how this thing plays out. We had the PGA Tour Championship. Now, day one, Rory McIlroy back was acting up. I felt so bad for Rory. I mean, he looked like he was out there legitimately struggling. But Victor Hovland, 
is your champion. He has now won the last two tournaments back-to-back, and this was a big one. This one paid him $18 million. Now, let me tell you a little something about golf, people. You might come from somewhere, you say, oh, well, golf is corny. Golf is stupid. Golf is a waste of time. Why would anybody play that white man's game? Well, here's a point for you. Do you know that almost everybody at some point in their life later on who works corporately plays golf? It's a great way to network. So you might as well pick it up young. What do professional athletes do on their spare time? A lot of them golf. What do singers do on their spare time and actors? Golf. What do presidents do? They golf. What do fraternity brothers get together and have like uh, weekend getaways involved around? Golf. So don't blow the game off. It's one of those things that you could do later in life when you can no longer be out on the basketball court running um, up and down. It's a thing you could do when you can no longer uh, play football because you don't want to be out there blocking somebody on a Saturday and you got an important business meeting on a Monday. It's something you could do because it doesn't take uh, 18 guys to play like baseball. So don't blow off golf. The younger you learn it, the better you'll be at it when you're older. Trust me when I tell you. You might actually even thank me later on when you're 30s and 40s, especially 50s, and you can get out there in fresh air with your clubs. It's a frustrating game till you get down to science of what you're doing and muscle memory of what you're doing and repeating it over and over to do the best that you can to perfect it. But it's even fun. It's just being out, sun, grass, the ball, your nice little outfits golf's a beautiful game and my last thought on golf september 29th to october 1st united states versus europe the Ryder cup i mean you know what i like a lot of guys on the european team but you know what i'm an american so i'm probably gonna have to side with america but it's gonna be hard to root against a couple of the guys that are on the european team i'm a big rory fan so that's going to be a difficult one. I'm going to try to sit back and enjoy this just the best that I possibly can. So we had the UFC from Singapore. It was Max Holloway versus Chang Sung Yoon, better known as the Korean Zombie. The Korean Zombie went out on his sword like I knew he would. Max, Max Holloway looked sharp. He looked very sharp. The Korean Zombie... The ending of the fight was so Korean, so on brand for him. The way he got knocked out, uh, the way he uh, handled himself after being knocked out. And Max Holloway, I love Max Holloway. I love how he never cheats the fans. I thought it was a pretty decent card. But I do think that that long flight to Singapore, which could be, and from the United States, anywhere from 17 to almost 18 and a half hours cost a lot of the fighters to gas out between the second and third round. So, like, Ryan Spawn did not react the way he should have in the second and third round. He seemed completely gassed, even though he had um, Anthony Smith on the ropes. He had Anthony Smith basically blind in one eye and did not take advantage. I didn't understand that. 
Now, the UFC is going to have a fight night from Paris, France this week. We got Cyril Gaon is going up against Sergey Spivak. Menon Ferrot is fighting Rose Nama Yunus, the thug Rose Nama Yunus, who, you know what, you never know. She's like that box of chocolates that um, Forrest Gump talked about. You never know what you're going to get with her. I, I never felt that Rose enjoys fighting, but it's something that she does for a living. You got Benoit St. Denis versus Tiago Moses. William Gomez versus Lucas Almeida and Giannis Jeremarvish versus Caroline Lagren. So that should be an interesting card. I, we don't get a lot of cards from Paris, France. I want to see if Cyril Gaon does a bounce back after that abomination against John Jones where he lasted like, seemed like six seconds. And you know what? I don't know if the, the the bright lights was too much for him or what it was. Now, going back to my original point before I finish, I want you to get up and walk out as fast as humanly possible. Be careful. Be right. If you think that you need a second time to witness something, it might be too much. It might be too late. You can get caught up in a diatribe of some nonsense that will hold you down like a spider web if you allow it to just be shot on you over and over again. Now, how do you get up? Because now you're fearful. You're not brave enough to say, you know what? I must do what's right. I must save my woman. I must save my children from what is going on inside this building. It's no longer a place uh that feeds you. And I'm not saying that's one of the worst reasons. Don't have an ego. It's not about feeding your ego. It's about feeding your soul. Those are two different totally things. You want to kill the ego and feed the soul. Kill the ego, feed the soul so that you can grow, so that you can be better, so that you can be blessed in this life. And you're not going to get blessings being taught false teachings. So you got to be careful who teaches you what the agenda is? Are you just a wallet? Are you just a wallet? Some people don't even need your wallet. All they need is butts and seats because that's what they live on. They they already got their money. They already feel like they got their riches, but they want to be shown as being popular. So you got to be careful. Be as careful as you possibly can because there's nothing that you're going to have more precious that's going to ever be given to you in this lifetime than your soul. Nothing. Not your children, not your wife, not your bank accounts, not your home. Nothing is going to be more precious to protect than your soul. Because there are people out here who are soul eaters. That's what their job is to do. They're here to devour. They wander around and they look for victims daily to devour the lion never his hunger never ceases to end not this lion not this lion he does not get weak he does not get weary he does not rest he is always on the hunt so be careful and i'm going to tell you like i tell you each and every time i hope you got something out of this i hope you enjoyed this uh i would love your feedback tell me where you think i was wrong tell me where you think i was way off base Tell me where you think uh, 
I might have been correct. I'm not here to argue with you. I don't care to argue with you. It means nothing. I get nothing out of it. I won't be adding anything to you by arguing you. I won't cuss you. I won't carry on. But I like to hear feedback. My whole goal is to start some kind of conversation, make somebody think about something, make myself think about something, because I listen back to every one of these broadcasts that I do just to see where I was, what I said, and how I felt at the moment, because I'm speaking to you organically. This is not something that is written down. This is not something that I have a script. This is from the heart. You know, it's from the heart, and I mean to say this, to help somebody, because I'm always trying to help myself also. And you have a great week. If you want to reach out to me, you know how to do it. If you want to subscribe, please do so. If you want to share, please share. But do it not because I ask you. Do it because it's something that's on your heart. And I'm going to tell you, like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.